Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we can talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I am Slider Sports Guy, your extremely smart and good-looking host. I'm joined by a few of my good friends. As always, we start off in the top left with the president. What's going on, El Presidente? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Seen as in the building as always. You know, just ready to chop it up. Got a little another special guest. All right. Now on the other side, on the other side, we got the original, the Broad River original. What's going on, G5 Monster? Oh man, oh man, ain't nothing, man. This is enjoying this beautiful weather down here in the south. You heard, man? You heard, man. And they go that other voice, the other voice you hear down there, the educator's educator. What's going on, BZ? What it do, man? You know it's yours truly, your favorite, BZ the Great, the educator's educator, a.k.a. Uncle Elroy. And Sly's favorite coach, favorite coach. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. All right, all right, man. We got a special guest, man. You heard Chance said a little bit earlier, man. You know, one thing we like to do, I like to try to match and exceed my good lookingness. So I bring on some good looking go uh co-host a good looking uh good looking guest host but i also want to bring on talented good looking guest guest host so we have the one and only the one and only simone hughes we call it dj money how you doing dj hey hey how are y'all welcome thank you for having me we go are DJ. so that's my dj, <laughs> that's my DJ. go dj <laughs> Man, we are so happy to have you here and join us this week here on the RIP 28 podcast. Well, for those of you who don't know who Simone is, but I, I, obviously if you got Instagram, you got to know her. She got like in the hundreds of thousands of followers over there. Popular DJ out of Las Vegas, out of Las Vegas, but we known her for a long time, though, back in the day. We known her for a long time, but she is a DJ, the founder of the Melanated DJs. Now, before I go and explain something wrong, you know, I'm country boy, I might explain something wrong. What in the world is the melanated DJs? Talk to me about that. Well, first, let me tell you this. You're going to get me in trouble because it is Simone Hughes Lewis. Got it. Um, don't try to get me in trouble. <laughs> Definitely no one do Don't that. try to get me in trouble. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Stand up for your man, girl. <laughs> Um, but Melanated DJs is a female Melanated DJ coalition. Um, and honestly, just when I was getting started, you know, um, I was looking for people who look like me. And I realized that there's a lot of us out here. There was just no one particular place that we were congregating and sharing and all of that wonderful stuff. So I figured if it wasn't there, create it myself. Oh, wow. So there you go. Man, that, now that's interesting. Now you talk about, you know, how you were getting started. How did, how in the world do you get, how did you get into the DJ game? How, how did that happen? How did that happen for you? Well, you know, music has always been a part of my life. Um, my grandfather was a DJ. Um, he was one of the first black DJs in the South. Um, he actually was a DJ for a gospel station. Um, and then my brother, who was the previous host, uh, previous guest on your show, um, Digits. 
Let's pause. Let's pause right there for a second, man. Her brother is the one and only Seven Hughes, man. We had seven, <laughs> seven two weeks ago, and we still got people uh, calling in about about seven. That is I her big brother. <laughs> That's her big brother. But go ahead. Um, you know, so yeah, he's in music. He's always been in music our whole lives. Um, and then my DJ cousin, Tori Brick. Um, you know, she's been DJing for a while. So music has just been always a part of my life. Um, during COVID, we moved here to Las Vegas thinking we were getting ready to come turn up, party, you know, all that great Vegas stuff. But the world shut down and I ended up turning my patio into a club and decided to start DJing. So I just ordered some equipment and watched some YouTube videos and the birth of DJ Moni. And went from there, huh? Yeah. Uh, all right. Now you a DJ, but you have a little something different, a little little different flavor to your DJing. So tell us a little bit about uh, how how you DJ. Yeah. So I'm DJ Moni, the risque DJ. I DJ in lingerie or something risque, um, and I pretty much just do private parties, um, celebrity parties, things of that nature. So. Um, it's a little, a little flavor that I felt like was missing in the industry. So, <laughs> hey, and you have lots of followers, so I mean, it, it must be uh, working for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Besides Tory Bricks, tell me some more DJs that kind of got you into DJing. Besides turning your patio into a club, who do you well, listen to when you're not DJing? You know, I come from the Metro. So, of course, Prince Ice was, you know, my he first person that I got on his nerves. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got on his nerves. I called every night. I want to hear Tracy Spencer, Tender Kisses. Like, I was making my request. Um, you know, but, yeah, my Metro folks, Frosty and, you know, um, I come from the era of Fun Flex. I come from the era of Kid Capri. I come from, you know, DJs that were literally like digging in the crates. So when it comes to me, like I'm such a, a hard critic on myself because I'm looking at like, that was DJ and like, I got a controller, you know, I'm not carrying crates back and forth, but you know, it's different. So Man, shout out, shout out to the legend DJ Prince Ice, man. DJ Prince, hey, Prince Ice. Ice been rocking forever, man, and yeah. still rocking, man. He do every now and then when I'm online during the middle of the day, man. I know he does like a um, he does like a middle of the day mix and stuff, man. The shout out to the legend DJ Prince Ice, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, I man. got, a, I got, a, I got a quick little story about DJ Prince Ice. I remember, uh, I. I want to say maybe Dre was with me, but uh, it was a high school party. And you know how folks in high school be shy and everything, everybody standing on the wall. DJ Prince Ice went around the, went around the room, picked up all the chairs, stacked them up, said, nah, y'all ain't standing around today. Y'all finna get out on this floor and dance. Hey, he got the party hopping, too. <laughs> he always got the party hopping. Listen, that's my brother. I love Ice. Like, he really was instrumental for me um, even just starting, you know, I would call him like, Ice, I can't get no sound. I'm like, what, are, <laughs> what do I do? You know what I mean? So shout out to him for sure. That's my big bro. That's, that's, what's, up. that's, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. But speaking of the Metro days, 
And I know you a DJ, so I know you had to go down to the Fat Jams at Benedict. Oh, of course. Look, I met my first husband at the Fat Jam at Benedict. (laughs) Out, Wait a minute! You say your you say your first other. You might that mean you might have should have stayed away from the fat jam. Look, <laughs> look, the second one I had to meet him somewhere else. But <laughs> the first one for sure. Prince Ice was DJing. Yes, well, sir. You probably, you, you probably met your second husband at Club Mercedes. I forgot about old Club Mercedes, man. Wait a minute! Was Mercedes was that the one uh, by USC? Kind of un like like on on the side of the hill. By the pool hall. Which you one was Club Mercedes? One of our classmates. Her mama ran it, right? Her mama ran it, yeah. Yeah, that that was the one one by the uh, Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, we 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 di- we diving into our uh, Metro Club history right now, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, but, I, don't but, but, I don't even remember that one. Oh man, you probably was in Memphis turning up, Chance. That's 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 you know, a lot to you probably. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, we talking about Metro DJs. I, I I would be crazy if I didn't shout out my little brother. That's one of my favorite besides Moni. You know what I mean? Right. And that's DJ Louis V. That's oh, Louis yeah. V. That's my little bro, man. I love you. I hope you see it. So, I mean, I am What's shouting Louis out. V? Louis yeah. V. I think he like the program manager at a station up here in Atlanta now, I think. I know yeah. he did something, something in Atlanta, he man. At, he was at our heart for a little while, then he moved down to the A, man. So he he's something everywhere, just like Miss Moni. I don't think he DJ the same way in the wrist state, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, bro, he, that's his thing. These are the greatest sleep on his couch. Yeah. <laughs> no. So check check this out. But before we get before we get in too deep, man, before we get in too deep, man, you talking about DJing at clubs and every man. We done skipped something, man. What what you, what are everybody sipping on out there, man? What what you sipping on today? Uh, what what you I got over there? Much. What you got over there, DJ Moni? I got a little Merlot. You know, I had to upgrade from the regular wine glass because it didn't hold enough. I got you. <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with that. I got I got a little Cavassier, and then I got this Oktoberfest for you know October season. You know, Oktoberfest. Who make that? What's that? Sammy Jack, Sammy Adams. Yeah. I, I about, I'm about to say Sammy Jackson. <laughs> Sammy hey, Adams. You you about to say Sammy Jackson because they looking like him, looking like him, head shining like him and all. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna be the healthy one. I'm gonna take uh, Dr. J's place this week. I'm drinking on um, I'm drinking on a little bit of Gatorade, man, to keep my keep hydrated so we can go and win this uh, region championship and have home. Play a uh, home uh, home field advantage through the playoffs, so I'm gonna stay hydrated. Stay hey, thirsty, red, my friend. Red, red wine is healthy. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Jesus only, drank wine. Only, only drunk in <laughs> moderation. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dre? What you sipping on? Man, I'm double fisted over here, man. On that cool light, man, and back on that black label. I feel you. I feel you, okay, man. I, okay. I'm trying to be a little. I'm trying to be a little fancy today, man. I had got this uh, bottle, man. Um, uh, uh, Hill Hill Rock single Hill Rock single malt malt whiskey, single malt mm-hmm. whiskey. Yeah, man. You know, I was fuck. My, I was messing with our homeboy, the one in New York. The, we we can't mention his name, and we don't want to mess up his bag. 
but we uh, our, our TV homeboy. He came in town for a little bit, and he, and he had this. Uh, we had this whiskey at his uh, 40th birthday party a couple of years ago, and I ain't never really crack it open. And it's uh, so I opened it up and, and took a drink with him. So I said, I might as well drink with y'all and smoke on this cigar. I, you know, I ain't just whiskey. He was giving it away at his birthday party, and his whiskey is two hundred dollars a bottle. So oh, wow. yeah, I'm gonna have to try that one. I'm a whiskey well, girl myself. Yeah, Hill Rock Single Malt Whiskey. Yeah, well, ooh, hey. Well, listening at your speech, it's doing it's, its job. It's working. It'll it get you drunk. It, it, it took you 15 seconds to read the name. It's uh, Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm telling you, man. It's, it, hey, it's, it's, it's pretty good, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, you know, I don't too much mess with dark liquor. That that ain't my thing. I don't too much mess with anything dark liquor. I like I like I like my liquor. I like rum or or uh, a vodka, vodka. That's that's what I, I mess with. But but I take yeah, you dark enough. So exactly. Yeah, gotta get a little clear with you. Get a little clear with me, man. So so let's jump let's jump back into this DJing thing, Moni. Now now um. What type of DJ are you? If we go into a Moni party, what what type of party you rock? How how you rock? How you rock your party? What what you play? So Is literally, it because I am a private DJ, um, every set is going to be customized to you know whoever I'm DJing for. So um, you know it varies. You know when I really started DJing, I was playing house music. EDM, that's really my vibe. Um, but then, you know, when I started DJing out here, it was really like the request for the hip hop and stuff. And I had a whole mental breakdown. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I mean, I listened to hip hop, but to actually blend hip hop, like that was a challenge for me. Um, so that's where that's where I'm at right now. I'm really in the hip hop space. Um, just trying to perfect that part since I spent so much time in the other areas. Okay, okay. And see that that see to me, man. I think I think that's that's special, man. That if you can sit and you can be versatile, if you can go and mix with with whoever your 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 particular party is, man. That's just such a skill set, man. That's a skill set I wish I had. <laughs> something I wish I knew how to do, man. I I know how to hit the play button on the. Uh, on, on the on the Spotify, but that's just that's that's about as uh, fast as I get. <laughs> I, I make I do make a hellified playlist though. I I can't make a hellified playlist, but but my DJing skills, I I won't be paying the bill with DJing. <laughs> yeah, because if you, you hear me, let me um, let me jump up in here. So let me ask you: Have you uh, have you ever DJed at a strip club? I have I not. Gentlemen's club. I have not DJed at a gentleman's club, um, but I actually just connected with um, Funhouse Entertainment. They do a lot of lifestyle parties, um, so we're getting ready to see what that entails. I saw the I saw the videos from the foam party. Wow! I think, I, I think I'm ready. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> We'll uh, find out. Lifestyle, uh, yeah. for those who don't know, they're like the, the swingers and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a anything goes kind of situation, so we'll see. Okay. Well, well I guess there's something that y'all didn't know. We got another DJ on the podcast right now, also. G5 Must used to DJ a little bit back in the day. 
Yeah, that I mean, is yeah, right. At Lucky's. A lot of long nights. I forgot about that. Was That was all our favorite spot back in the day. <laughs> Amen. 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 Hey, 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 a long, 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 long time ago. Long time ago. Long, long, time ago. Time. Hey, but you joking, that really was a long, 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 long. Right, long, right, right. Long, right. Long, <laughs> that ain't even no joke this time, Fly. Man, they done shut down lucky, man. They knocked all that down, man. That yo, yo. Hey, that's a wrap. But, but check this out, DJ Moni. I want to know what what were some of the other obstacles besides being a female and you know what I mean, learning kind of sort of on the run. What were some of the other obstacles you faced as being a female DJ or a melanated DJ? So, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the race card, but I'll definitely say depending upon what area you are in certain looks work certain places you know what i'm saying so um i think it helps because i'm not trying to go out in the clubs and compete with other djs i'm really trying to create my own lane and speak to a more private upscale clientele so um i'm just trying to work out different marketing strategies and stuff like that throwing up billboards and handing out private cards and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, outside of toting this stuff around, having to set it up and break it down, which I don't do. Um, I sit over in the corner and look like a princess <laughs> until it's time yes. for me to go on. <laughs> but it is a lot, you know, and it takes a toll on my relationship also because my husband is my manager. Um, so it, it's, it's challenging at times. Now that that's interesting, man. You know, how how does that work out with with the husband being the manager? Does he take his twenty percent off the top of the money too? Out of others, it all go into one one box. How that work out? Yeah, it definitely goes into one box. But I'll tell you this: in the grand scheme of things, I'm the the master mind in regards to the brand and the management of the brand, I truly strategically placed him there because when I first came on the West coast, like they don't, they don't really, you know, take too kindly to guys, like guys get the short end and the stick out here, you know? And they were like, Oh no guys. Oh no guys. And so now I'm like, well, this is my manager. So if you want me, then he's got to come. So and I did that for safety reasons also. Yeah, smart move. Yeah, that is a smart move, you know, to have a dude. Because I, I guess being a woman in, the, in this industry, man, you know, you got to pack up and leave and go home at night. You know, you got to worry about somebody hitting you over the head, taking your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then you got to worry about a shady promoter not right. giving that you ran into any um shady promoters or whatever not janky. wanting to pay you a jank yeah janky promoters. Not wanting to pay you for your, your private parties and stuff? Well, no, because I don't show up anywhere pre unless I'm prepaid. <laughs> okay. Get that money. Yeah, you know, so I don't I don't do that. I don't do that in my in my normal day-to-day business. I definitely don't do that in nightlife and mostly because of my my day-to-day business. You know, um, we deal with branding, you know, different types of people. So I've seen 
all of the, the slimy movement that happens in nightlife. Um, so I, I knew not to even start that way. Hmm. Now let me let me jump let me jump jump ship a little bit. Now you said due to your your branding business, tell us a little bit about Simone Hughes International brand. What 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 was Simone Hughes International? What's what's that? So Simone Hughes International is a full brand management company. Um, we work with a variety of clients from social media influencers, recording artists, you know, movie stars, that kind of thing. You know, it doesn't matter what kind of business you have. We, you know, can help you from conceptualizing your business to actual visualization, billboards, websites, things of that nature. Okay, okay. Now, if I wanted to uh, start, I need to restart the Sylvester Williams Strippergram service. You, you put me out there, now you get my, my stripper business back back up and going. I, you know, I, I did two oh, yeah. yesterday. We would even we would even help you source, um, you know, your employees. Oh no no I'm a, I'm a I'm a owner operator I do it all I, I do it all. You no, know, but I'm just saying from the from the management <laughs> perspective, if that was something that you needed assistance with, like we help with everything. Okay. Um, if you needed a publicist, if you needed, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, we help with all of that. Wow. Well, so how you? So so what you not gonna only do about Clyde, he a player president. <laughs> <laughs> So what you what you gonna do about that bad body? <laughs> what you mean? That this man. What you, you gonna do? Man, come hey, on, dad, dad, bonds, dad, bonds are the raid. This is I what was, they want. I was just getting ready to say dad bots are in right now. That's what they you want, know? bro. Listen, listen other cultures is you. So, Moni, you didn't hear. You said bad <laughs> he he mean it as the definition. That's a bad Not the slang. Hey, it's oh it, it, it Michael Jackson bad. That that version of bad. You know, hey, they used to no, say you it's fat. And they be like fat or like P H A T. P H A T. Hey, hey, let's let put it. Let's put it like this. Let's put it like this. Every big tool need a shed, so that 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 explain my good. Every big tool need a shed, so there you go. Listen, I'll tell you, I'll tell you from a lady's perspective. That Please just don't. He eats well. There you go. That means I got money. I'm eating right. There I'm, you go. I'm eating. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. my lady, she gonna be well fed too. There you go. There you go. See, 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 Moni. See, I got I got haters all around me, man. That's that's all. <laughs> And, and I, I don't know why the brothers want to hate, man. It, life is better than that, man. Y'all, y'all can be better than that. You don't have to be a hater. No. Hey, who are we learning from? <laughs> I said, hey, hey we, man. You, you, you hate. We gotta hate back. Hey, hey, let's give give a shout out to uh, John the Carruthers, John the Carruthers Hughes out there. We see you out there. She said, "Hey, DJ Morning." Hey, John. What's up, sis? We see, we see you out there, Jonda. Um, hold on a second. Before we get in too deep, man, we got we to gotta pay these bills, man. We're going to take a real quick commercial break here on the RIP28 podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and talk about a few things, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP28 podcast. We'll be back in one minute. Be back in two and two. What's up, podcast world? 
This is BZ the Great, the educator's educator from the RIP28 podcast. I would like to take a moment to tell you about Unique Smiles by Tony, the ultimate one-stop shop for your teeth whitening services. They offer many services for your teeth beautifying experience. Unique Smiles by Tony offers teeth whitening, gum detox, lip treatments, and even tooth gems. Go to www.uniquesmilesbytony.com to see all the services offered. Or you can give her a call at 470-707-5556 to book your appointments. While you're there, check out some of the products that she has to offer in her shop. The Unique Lip Balm, Electric and Sonic Toothbrushes, Unique Smiles Charcoal Toothpaste, Teeth Whitening Gel, and many more exciting products. Set your appointments up online or give her a call at 470-707-5556. That's 470-707-5556. Unique Smiles by Tony. Welcome back to the RIP28 Podcast. It's the RIP28 Podcast, a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about it, man. And speaking um, of the RIP28 Podcast, we want to let everybody know out there where you can find us. We are everywhere, fellas, man. Where are we at, man? We on Twitter. We on Facebook, uh, Apple. YouTube, Spotify, Pod Bay, Pod Bean, iHeartRadio. Man, we everywhere, man. Sometimes we on the corner selling bean pies too, man. We sell new, but we do it all, man. You can follow us, man. Make sure when you follow us, when you when you listen to the podcast, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Cause truth be told, if you hit the like, if you don't hit the like and subscribe button. Your mama probably raised you wrong. That's that's the only thing. That's the only reason we can think of you not to hit the like and subscribe button. Your mama raised you wrong, man. Bron, man, we we got something down there for the people. You got you got something for the people. You brought it today. The cup. The cup. We don't have the merchandise. No, oh, we I don't, don't have it. Well, no, we got we it. Oh, yeah. We we got it though. We got it. So you know you can get our merchandise, man. Hit us up, man. You want that? Uh, what what you call those things? Up. It's like oh, a tumbler. A tumbler, you call yeah. it? A, it's a tumbler. Yeah, get it. Like, it's like them Yetis. Yeah, like them, like them Yeti drink things, man. You know, <laughs> go, go and hit us up, man. See, we we might need Simone Hughes International to work on our brand. Yeah. <laughs> you see it how? Sounds I'm... like it. <laughs> Here we go, Slop. Yeah, man. You see the Rip Twenty Eight podcast. It ain't what I'm drinking; it's what I'm drinking out of. That's important, people. That's all that matters. What you drinking out of? And if you're we not got, drinking out of this, your mama just ain't raising you right. Hey, we got cups, <laughs> cups, shirts. shirts. We, can, we can get you a hat. Hey, if and you want some, get you a hoodie. If you want some drawers, we got them too. <laughs> we we do it oh. all, man. But if they still went, <laughs> hmm. What you say? Hey, hey, we get them too. Wait a minute. <laughs> if you still wearing drawers, you can't be on this uh. <laughs> Yeah. We ain't bringing no grandmas on here. We don't want no draws. <laughs> we we, we going to get the Rip 28 panties. Yeah. 
Now that's more like a lady. We don't want her to wear drawers. We there you go. Drawers. There you go. Hey, drawers, drawers come in many different shapes and forms. Now, now check this, man. One thing, one thing I want to pull up, man. Something. What we like to do, Moni, We we touch on we touch on some things going around the internet, and this might be something that you can help us out with right here. Here go this picture. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can see the picture. But for those of you not watching, we got a picture of our Gabby, Gabrielle Union, her fine, her fine self. She she posted a picture, you know, a selfie with her face in the in the picture, but in the background in the mirror, she just got she got on draws. She got mm-hmm. she got on some panties, but they not the rip twenty eight draws though. We need to need to send her. We gotta send her. We gonna fix that. We gonna fix that. We gonna send her pepper free. Yeah, we send. Now I got a question. What's up? We send the panties to her or Dwayne Wade. Oh god! <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we send the, we send to her. Dwayne might put them on, man. We might put them on. Wow! I was just trying to figure out because we will supply everybody now. We ain't trying to lose no listeners, bro. Come HS- on, hey, yeah, just walk away. Just walk away. Look at here, Trey. I just asked what the people wanted to know. We send it inbox. We send it, hey, check this out. As long as your cash clear, you can get That's whatever right. we sell it. We don't, we don't care what you do, who you worship, how you move it. Hey, as long as That's your check you. clear, as long as your check That's clear. Right. We want money. Day, hey, Sly, tell them at the end of the day, you got to answer for that, not us. Exactly. We supplying <laughs> what they demanding, baby. Exactly. Now, this this what we want to lead into with that. It's funny how we talking about Dwayne about, about D Wade and, and D Wade, one of my favorite basketball players of all time. So let's me not too, get let's not get it twisted. We we love D Wade. We love D Wade around here. Don't get it twisted at all. But we got to get these jokes off though. We got to get these jokes off. But but the, but the thing is now with 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 your with his wife. Posting that picture like that. Now, fellas, now, you know, Dre and Chance is married. Me and LeBron both divorced. Now, how you feel about y'all old ladies posting a picture like that, man? What, what, what y'all say about that? Y'all two married dudes, man. How y'all, what, does, it, does it rock in your house, Dre? Uh, I can tell you that's going to be a sad day at the Cooper residence. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> a real, real sad day, man. <laughs> I don't even want to elaborate on that. <laughs> so, so wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. Because what if that's what she, like, that contributes to what she does for a living? Well, if that was known prior, then that person wouldn't be a part of my household. Oh, see, there you go. Oh. I, and see, I, I thought. I don't believe in sharing, like, <laughs> like they say, you're supposed to protect and, you know, take care of the house. Like, to me, you can't protect the household when they're promoting themselves in that way. You know, that's that's a that's a uh, what they call it, slippery slope mm. that you be playing on in that type of situation. And, and it ain't about you know how people oh you need to be confident oh that's your wife da 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 da. Man, everybody got a price tag. You know, everybody got you know that 
that particular person they'll run, they'll leave anybody to be with. You know, like a lot of guys love Halle Berry. You know, they'll leave their wife today for five minutes with Halle Berry. You know, so Nisi Nash for me. That silly result, you know, so, so. <laughs> I'm good. I'll pass. I'm about to say, <laughs> I'll just about to say slide. You, you, you didn't came up with that a few times. Yo, you know Nisi. <laughs> hey, I'm not changing. I know. I know she played. I know she played for the other team now, but still, baby. Hey, come on, baby. I I can bring you back. All I need is five minutes. Well, maybe maybe all... even three. Man, she be ready to marry somebody. I'm telling you, be ready to marry me. What about you, Dad? Chan? I I, 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 go, I go a little bit different from Dre, you know. Um, like uh, Simone was saying, you know, it's according to, you know, what industry, what uh, what you doing, what what what's your profession? You know what I mean? Like, if your profession is a model or an actress or something like that, I mean, you gotta you gotta keep the fans going. So I mean, you gotta do stuff like that. But you know, just a regular housewife or somebody work at the Seven uh, Eleven or something like that. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, now what, what you really trying to do? So, right. I mean, it, it, yeah, so it make a difference, you know, but uh, to each his own. I mean, in that situation with Gabrielle Union, I understand, you know, she's had uh, movies with uh, TV shows with sex scenes and stuff like that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure as a husband, that kind of got to be, you know, a little hard to deal with, but there's nothing sexy about a sex scene, by the way. And I don't know if you guys have ever had the experience of a taping, but there's nothing sexy about a sex scene at all. There's like 50 people in the room. Like, you got to keep doing the same thing like 50 times. Like it's it's crazy. But Well, you know, I, so are, you, are you speaking from experience or, or from watching? I've definitely been in the room. Well, you know, I, I have filmed few a few <laughs> sex scenes myself, but you know, I usually usually I'm I'm holding the camera while while it's right. going you're on. The, you're the director and the actor. I'm, I'm the star. I'm the star of the event too. Like I said, like said, not only the client, player president. You know, have an exclusive uh, collection, you know, right. of my, my acting talents. But man, but, but, get but back that, on subject. Yeah, let's get get back on Taz. Well, you're right, bro. Man, let me let me straighten up, straighten up, and fly right. Hey, but now, let me say this. go ahead, let jump jump this. in, bro. Before, I, as I said earlier, I've been divorced, and I would say previously I would be a hard no, like Drake. Oh hell no, my wife, girlfriend, whatever, she's not doing that. But now that I've you know I've grown and matured a little bit. I, I I would say I wouldn't be I wouldn't take such a harsh stance anymore because things have changed. Now I'm not saying that should be a norm because it shouldn't in my house, but if she did it one time, two times, I don't think I would have a problem with it. And it also goes like Chad said, what does she do for a living? Mm. Now if she's just out here doing it, now she's promoting something else and trying to and trying to move a different way, which would set me in a different way, but as long as she's respectful, yeah, you're trying to find something else to do something. That's another. That's another subject. But if you post it and you know what I'm saying, and you get reactions, I understand. But like Dre said too, you know what comes along with that. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the, you know what you signed up for. What you signed up for. You know all the attention is not going to be positive. You do have dudes out there 
that are not only going to say stuff, but hey, you know, I'm going to try to do something yeah. because they're easily turned on like that. So I can see it both ways. But as for my opinion, I don't think I would be as mad as I would when I was first married and was younger. Hey, I got a, I got a real quick thing to say. You know, I got a partner. And I ain't gonna say no name like my boy Dre. Uh, <laughs> but, I, but I got a partner that he from Florida. And uh, you know, when uh D Wade playing with Miami Heat, he uh he played football with me actually. And uh they was at a club and uh Gabrielle Union was there and D Wade was there somewhere, I guess too. But man, he was trying his harder to holler at uh, Gabrielle. <laughs> I'm talking about he he was getting out of. He said he was getting out of, and you know, she was like, ask D Wade, ask D Wade. You know what I'm saying? So it was like she 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 wasn't taking no outside people. You know what I mean? She was like, you know, holla at D Wade, because you know he he couldn't compare to, you know, what D Wade could bring to the table, of course. So she was just like, you know, trying to be nice, but saying get out of my face pretty much. You know what I mean? So I think that's what she do to everybody who try to holler at her too. I mean, I don't know that, but I, that's that's the that's the, what I got out of it. Can can I jump in on this? Oh yeah, of course. So, Go ahead, and that, yeah, we want to, yeah, we want to get your viewpoint because now you are married, you are Mrs. Lewis, and 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 you do, you know, you you the risque DJ. So how how does your husband, how does your old man feel? Uh, how did he when you brought this idea up to him? How how did that how did that conversation go? So first, let me say this: before there was a DJ Moni, I was Simone Hughes' sex enthusiast. And I was doing like sex therapy and counseling and coaching, like intimacy coaching. So when he came into my life, he was like, oh, like he thought I was full blown Instagram model. Like I had all this stuff going on. So he already came into it kind of understanding where I was. Mm -hmm. um, when I developed the brand DJ Moni, the Risque DJ, um, OnlyFans was popping. Um, we had a lot of clients that were making a lot of money, doing a lot of different things on the platform. And so, you know, I took my hands at it, um, you know, and he, he's been here along the way. Like he goes to everything that I go to. So, you know, I, my mom taught me when I was little, it's not what you do. It's how you do it. You'll never just see me posting pictures of, of my ass or, you know, something like that. If I'm in costume, I'm in character, I'm dancing or whatever the case may be, like that's a character. But again, I have my protector with me at all times. That's what's up. Okay, okay. And I, I mean, I get it. I get it. I understand it. But I, I guess it does. Now, I'm going to be honest. You know, I'm not ready. I, I, I'm not I'm not ready. I, I don't think I, um, I don't think I can handle it. I, I mean, just, I'm just, yeah. I'll just be, I'll just be, it takes a certain kind of guy, Slug, you know, you got, you got to be confident in yourself, uh, confident in, in your lady or your woman that you trust her, that, you know, this is business and, and that's it. And listen, listen, the perks and benefits for him as a man just being with me and the different things that he experiences and, you know, like, it's different for him too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Certain guys you can't put in that 
situation, that environment. Um, you know, yeah. Hey. There you go for for our, our YouTube listeners. I mean, YouTube viewers, you can see her. We got uh, one of her one of her parties, one of her events. She's in a uh, red bikini bottom and a plaid bikini top, and she's DJing. And you, sorry for our audio listeners, you you guys missing out on that. But here you go, y'all need to go and check out the uh, YouTube page. But she she's scratching away doing all of that. I ain't see the dude in the back. He ain't left it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sly. Oh, we got a we got a, a writer that says that you can be classy and sexy at the same time. You can be classy and sexy at the same time without doing too much. What you hey. think about that? What's your response? See, see, here go here go. My thing is, what exactly is too much that's the million dollar question because your line of too much might be a little different than my line of too much you right. know? no doubt no doubt so so my thing is man you got to do what works for you if if i spend my whole life worried about what everybody else think i'm gonna live a miserable life you know what i'm saying my life not gonna be fulfilled and it's not gonna be what i need needed to be so I'm just going to do what I think. I'm going I'm to draw my line. So, And a lot of times my line be too far anyway. That's why my mama, I, I recently banned my mama from my Facebook account. She, she can't even follow me on Facebook no more. So, so but that, that's a whole nother story. Can she watch the show? I, I got it. Uh, if I could figure out how to ban her from the show, I would ban her from the show. Listen, I told, I told my mom, I was like, you might want to unfollow me. She was like, for what? You're grown. Mm. Now, now, check this out, man. You, you mentioned something. You said OnlyFans. You said OnlyFans. Now, um, we had a we, we talked about OnlyFans in one of our early, early episodes last year. We talked about it. And we talked about how OnlyFans actually started as kind of like a cooking channel. They were on people. They were people who was cooking and sharing recipes and stuff like that. And that's how they kind of built up their OnlyFans. But then... Once the uh, porno industry realized that they could come into OnlyFans and make money that way, that's when OnlyFans kind of got a a different reputation. So, so how did what made you decide to go that OnlyFans route and and what they get on your OnlyFans page? So, I mean, like you mentioned, when OnlyFans was created, it was created as a platform for people to monetize their content. So there were a lot of fitness instructors, chefs, you know, different things like that. People were teaching courses and things like that on OnlyFans. Um, When I hopped on board, again, we were managing people who were monetizing what they were doing. Some of them were, you know, dabbling, dabbling in the the sex worker realm. Others were doing other things. Um, And so I was like, well, we can't get out right now. This is, of course, all during COVID. So, you know, I hopped on there. But I quickly learned that there were a lot of people who wanted to support me. But because OnlyFans already had the stigma that it had, a lot of people didn't want to create pages. Um, you know, so the brander in me was like, okay, well, I'm already giving them 20% of everything that I'm making every month. So, why not build my own platform and monetize my own content? Okay. 
got another question from a viewer. Says, what if you have a child in middle school or high school, how do you think that would come across to him or her? So collectively, my husband and I have five kids. Um, my daughter that I gave birth to, she just graduated high school. Um, and she's been with me through sushi, mala making, corporate America, uh, <laughs> yoga, sex therapy, now DJing. Like, you know, I hope that she's been taking notes and will eventually make her own New York best time seller selling my story. You understand? So, you know, I think ultimately I haven't gotten that phone call from my dad <laughs> that said anything other than I'm proud of you. So okay. that's how I know that what I'm doing is tasteful and tactful. Um, and so I just keep doing that. Okay. So okay. daddy would have let you know if you went too far, huh? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. We, like I said, we are from the South, so. How about your brother? What does your brother say? Um, I think we're each other's biggest fans. We've always been, you know, even though we're three years apart, we call each other twin. Um, we're definitely like yin and yang. Like it's been a balance our whole lives. So I continue to promote and play his music and he continues to support me, you know, it's all up. Okay. Hey, Dre, you, you talk, I know, man, you talk a lot. You talk about, you know, females from the South versus female from the North and uh, stuff like that. Um, what you think the difference in the, you know, I guess the regions and the cultures of the regions and stuff? Dre, Dre fell off. Dre, yeah, Dre, Dre gone. Oh, uh, it's gone? Yeah, well, so, something happened. Hey, well, hey. well, well I, I'll say this, you know, you know, um, I lived in Kansas City for a couple of years. So, you know, I live in, uh, I guess that's Midwest, but uh, to me it's North, you know, but uh, people are totally different. I mean, com comparing from up North to South. So, I mean, it, it is a culture, very big culture difference from, you know, Southern people and, and Northern people. But um, what, you, what do you guys think about that? Well, let me let me ask you a question. Kind of, kind of going with with what Chan said. Do you experience any any hate, any any negative? Uh, you know, you get the negative emails about about the way you're DJing or or, or what? Never, okay. never. And you know, believe it or not, I thought, oh, I'm out here in lingerie DJing, like girls might be hating, whatever, like. It's been nothing but love. I haven't been booked by a man yet. You answered every, my, that was my next question. How many females book you, but you answered it. Yeah, every every booking I've had has been with a woman, you know, and I get the, you know, oh my God, I love your confidence. Oh my God, I love your spirit, you know. And that to me is what I kind of did this for, like, because I was on the OnlyFans platform, there was so much pressure, I think. And I'm not even going to say social media. I'm not going to blame anybody. I'm just going to say personal pressure um, in me comparing myself, comparing my body to these other girls out here. And I think if any woman is honest, like they can say, yes, yeah, sis, I've done that at least once in life. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me, I'm about to be 41. I have children. I've been married multiple times. Like I came from corporate America. For me, this was a liberation. For me, this is women empowerment. And I think women can feel that and they appreciate the energy. And that's why I've been getting the bookings. Okay. Okay. And that, that that that's that's interesting because this you, you mentioned it earlier and we didn't we didn't jump on it. You know, you were in corporate America. What well, what did you do in corporate co- corporate America? And why did you why did you decide to leave? Why did you decide to get away? Um, I worked for one of the Fortune five hundreds. You know, one of the big ones, and my life did not belong to me. Like I couldn't go grocery shopping on Sunday. I couldn't take my daughter to Chuck E. Cheese. I, you know, had to take my laptop with me everywhere. And it got to the point where I was like, okay, I had other businesses that I had been running on the side, you know, for several years. And I'm like, well, if I'm willing to give all of this to them, like, what am I willing to give me? And I literally scheduled a meeting with my boss. I told her that I was retiring. I was never going to work for anyone else. They laughed me out of the office. Um, But that was 2017. And I haven't worked for anybody since. So. Oh, man. See, that's that's so, you know, to to have the courage to step out on your own is is so because it's a big step. It's a huge step. You know, me being a business owner myself, that's a that's a scary thing. And, you know, you want to applaud. I applaud people when they step out on their own and they make that they make that step, they make that huge leap, man. Thank to you. have that type of guts to do that, man. That it's scary. I, I, I'm not gonna say it's been easy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's definitely been some challenges. Um, I've walked away from everything several times. You mm. know what I'm saying? But every time I, I rise from the ashes stronger and better, you know. So yeah, it's pretty much, you know, that's that's part of, you know, we all play sports and everything. So, I mean, it's, it's all about not giving up, you know what I mean? So, if if you fall down, you get back up and keep on pushing. That's how it goes. You know I mean? That's right. You got that attitude, you can do anything. One of, one of my favorite quotes, man, it says, to get something you never had, you have to be willing to do something you've never done. So, yeah. stepping out on faith, man, and to y'all business owners, that's tough, man, because you think about when, like when the uh, pandemic hit, you know, a lot of business owners had to fold tent. So I applaud y'all for sticking it out and, and really making it, man. Even you, Sly. Well, I mean, hey, <laughs> shit, <laughs> it ain't easy. <laughs> it, it, it ain't easy, man. Sometimes you don't know, you know, when you used to, when when your whole life you got that check every two weeks right. and then you might go a month <laughs> two months <laughs> i'll get a right. dime you know i i sit i sit and joke about stripping but shit <laughs> sometimes you might, I might have to go back for real <laughs> might have to get up there and shake something shake something for real man but yeah. but it's what you gotta do you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do to make that change boy Man, man. So, so now, um, I kind of want to want to head back to this uh, melanated DJs. You know, you you got a co- conglomerate of, of, of women, uh, uh, you know, all of you guys together. 
DJing is is this like a a, a nationwide thing? Is a Vegas thing? What how, how does that work? I'm hoping it's going to be a worldwide thing, um, and it's really just going to be a place for resources, a place for us to monetize our content, um, create merchandise, create private events, virtual events, you know, different things like that. So. Um, I'm really just looking to build a sisterhood of like-minded, you know, individuals. So. Okay. Okay. Man, yeah, we de we definitely gonna have to um, hit you up and uh, help let you help us uh, monetize our our little situation here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's definitely talk offline. All right, all right. Hold on. We're going to take a quick commercial break, a quick commercial break. This is the RIP 28 podcast. We're going to be back in just about, what do you say, two and two. We'll be back in two, two and two. 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 There two you go. That Pat, 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 Say, Pat Sajak. That wasn't yeah. Pat Sajak. That was somebody else, eh? No, no, that was the dude that was on. Uh, the Love Connection. The, the Love Connection. Yeah. Uh, one, of them. One, one, one of them people. One of them. One of them white guys. <laughs> All right, here we go. We'll be back on the RIP 28 podcast. Welcome back to the RIP 28 podcast. This is a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. Now, I want to jump into something I saw. It kind of hit my, hit my eye. And we have DJ Moni on here. And DJ Moni, you know, she's a former sex therapist. And this is something you might be able to help us out on right here. We got a letter right here. My wife of three years has come out as asexual and doesn't want to have sex anymore. She only wants to kiss and hug. I want to make the marriage work, but I can't live without sex as sex is good for both my mind and body. And open marriage and cheating are not options. Any suggestions on how I can make the marriage work as I am madly in love with my wife? Now, hold on, DJ Moni. Mm -hmm. We're going we to come to you for intelligent answer. But, <laughs> but I want to see what my two brothers have to say about this. Oh, gosh. Before, yeah, we, come, before we come to a, an intelligent answer, somebody want to go first? Y'all want me to go first? I'm, I'm just going to tell her she got to go. No sex? No shit. <laughs> what my what? man on the wire say, Clay Davis? Shit. No you wanna sex, hug you gotta and go. kiss? Mm -mm. She better get a teddy bear. What? <laughs> Chan, what did what, what did T come to you tomorrow and say she's asexual? I ain't never, I don't even know what the fuck asexual means, but. Never heard of it. What? Uh, that, that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> But but uh, you know it, there are situations where that you know may be the issue. Like, does maybe somebody got in some type of accident where they can't do it? Now, now that's a different that's a different story. But uh, if it's just like I, I just made this decision, I don't want to have sex no more. Uh, I'm like, oh, what's what's going on here? <laughs> I'm like, this 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 is a a bond. Uh, we together mutual. This gotta be a mutual decision. This ain't just, <laughs> right. this, ain't, this ain't just you said. Oh no, nah, I'm cutting it off. I mean, yeah, that's that's that ain't gonna work. 
Cause this this kind of crazy now. Cause you 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 in twenty years, Chan. You got you twenty years deep. You know. So so my thing is, you you brought up a point that I I didn't really think about. But you know what happens if somebody gets into an accident and and you know sex ain't an option no more. You know, it, I guess it's harder for you being twenty years harder for you to just to walk away. You actually love your wife. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you can't. That that'll just be messed up just to say, all right, since something happened to you, now I'm, I'm leaving you, and then just right. leaving you on. That's that's messed up. So I mean, it, it it'll probably be some type of uh, discussion going on, uh, how how you remedy that uh, or something. I mean, it got it got to be some discussion going on. It, it it's a uh, it's that's that's a that's a tough situation. Hope never uh, comes to that. <laughs> What? Well, well, check, check this out. What? What if the situation was reversed? What if? What if your tallywhacker ain't ain't tallywhacking? Do you give her? Do you give her the option to go on ahead and and, and get that in stretch? Well, Chance said he's been in that situation, <laughs> so he is not going to tell his wife to do that. That ain't your business, Slot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, just think about it though. You know, like like you said, if we if it was the reverse, you I don't think you would give the permission, but it's probably gonna happen anyway. You just ain't gonna know. You just ain't gonna know about it. <laughs> I'm hey, I'm gonna be that's, that's gotta be tough though. I'm gonna be the ostrich, man. I'm gonna be the ostrich, man. I, I put my head in the sand. I don't wanna know. Uh, I, I I don't wanna know, man. You know, cause if if you asking me for permission, I ain't gonna give you permission. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna give you permission, but I'm gonna be, you know, don't, don't let me know, don't let me know. That's a tough situation, man. You sitting at home, knowing that you like we grown, you know, there's some certain places need to be scratched every now and again, and you can't do it. So what, what you just sitting at home, man? I don't know. I think I just rather let it go. Just tell it, just go, man, because I, I, I can't sit in the house knowing. Hey, Slot ain't that. I, they, I they, got a long neck, but I can't be the audience. Hey, they, they, they all of a sudden got a, a bowling league they go to every Tuesday <laughs> and Thursday. Hey, all of a sudden, she part of a cooking group. <laughs> now all of a sudden, you part of a damn cooking group. No, I'm good. Well, I mean, what 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 if I'm the the unicorn in the room and say that I had this conversation prematurely and like I've already kind of like not given permission, but it's definitely open for us to talk about. Mm. Yeah, we can talk. <laughs> we, we can talk about it. I just, I just pretty much know what my answer gonna be. You know, we, we can talk. I ain't got no problem with talking. Talking I, I is good. I couldn't do it. I could. I mean, I'm gonna sit up here and just be honest with you. Just let me go. Just, just, just let me go and be miserable by myself. I don't need to compound the misery by knowing. But see. Hey, you gonna take care but of yourself. What if, but what if knowing wasn't miserable? It would have to be for me. My, you know, shit. <laughs> You're thinking for you, um, sex therapist, not me. Hey. Saying, so right. I'm You're just saying for you. If your if your if your situation right, like let's just say, 
heaven forbid, Brian Martin, I don't know, he got in an accident and all of a sudden he can't use anything from the waist down. A tongue still Number working. Same like a wheelchair or something like that. Yeah. I, he, I was about to bring it. Okay. You got you gotta okay. have somebody take care of you. Yeah. My, Number my, one. My tongue works. Definitely he's still in love with his mate. His mate is still in love with him. However, what he has is no longer working for her. He don't want to be by himself. He still kind of needs her help. But she got an itch that he can't really scratch. Like, what do you do, bro? I'm going to go and put two popsicle sticks in that mug and tie a rope around them <laughs> popsicles. Hold it up straight. <laughs> say, come on, hop on, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to death do us, to death do us part, bitch. Come here. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it, man. I, I'm, I'm speaking for me. I, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's that's tough. I I just pray I'm never in that situation. Hey. Nobody I know right. in that situation, but I I couldn't do it. That's I mean, that's the thing that I think I learned, I mean, and I think you spoke on that earlier. You can't say what you will and will not do until you're really in that situation. You can say what you think you will do, but you really can't say until you're in that situation. And like I said, I hope none of us ever have to deal with that, but. Yeah, I'm just saying, what you going to do? Hey, you in a wheelchair, you going you gonna, <laughs> you, you gonna to stop it? You going to stop it? She, she going she gonna to put the brakes on your wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> and she gonna make you look at it. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you really want to have an attitude about it, she gonna, she don't gonna make me the, watch it. She gonna put you in the corner somewhere. Yeah. Uh, man, that that that's is that's messed that's up. Terrible. Man. That's terrible. That's torture. That's messed up. That's yeah. messed up, Chan. Yeah. Messed up. If she do that, she's a low life woman. Yeah. I said to her face. I, I, done seen, I done seen some X-rated films where guys are sitting there looking like, oh my God, I can't, can't believe this is happening. <laughs> oh, it's a term for that. It's a term. It's a um it's called something. What? It's, it's called um Dumbism. Cuckoo. 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 That's that's explain. the term. It's is C O K O L D. Cuckoo. Hey, there you go. Hey, look at Doc Quetta was right there on top of it. Doc Quetta. I don't know, man. I'm I'm using I'm using your 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 original name because I know you being a big time lawyer. She, she responded in the comments. She was right there before I even said it. I'm using your original name so your so your big time lawyer friends don't know about your freaky past. Uh-uh, no, uh-uh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, knowing you know the definition, you knowing that. So you know she don't might... put my sis out there like that. Listen, listen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a term for it, man. It's a, a whole a whole genre on Pornhub, some way. So, oh man. But I, it, I guess it's like I guess it's like swingers. Hell, they sit there watching. I don't know. That's that's a different story. Now, this is interesting. You bring up swingers, man. I, I knew I knew a guy in Atlanta who was uh, him and his wife. They're swingers, and I and I asked him. I was like straight up. I was like, "Yo, bro, how can you sit there and let somebody else bone your wife?" I'm like, I know 
she let him get out there. They go to the clubs or whatever, and she do, he do what she do, and you know, whatever, vice versa. And he told me, he said, man, he said the same way that you look at other women and you attracted to other women. He said your woman look at other look at other men and attracted to other men and want to have sex. She say all they doing, all I'm doing to the other women is just just fucking. All she's doing is just fucking. But she don't go home with them. She don't start no relationships with them. She comes to me. She loves me. She just fucks them. And I guess from from his viewpoint, uh, you know, I guess it it makes sense. I, I have, you, saw, have you ever have you ever been to like a swingers club? My mama listened to this show, so I'm gonna plead the fifth. I'm gonna plead the fifth. But uh, but yeah, I answer that for Sly. Now nah, I just missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I have been. I have been to trapeze before. I just spot in Atlanta. I, I have. Uh, I've heard about it. I've heard about it, you know. What uh what um uh Andre three thousand said, he said I was so engulfed on the O on the OE I didn't quite remember. I may have been a time of a time I never of made it to the door. I never <laughs> made it to the door. <laughs> but yeah, man, but that's just that ain't that ain't my my get down. I can't I, I am selfish. I, I said I said before, if it come down to all my fantasies it is a one dick only performance. I am the star and main attraction. This is only a, a, a one dick one dick limit in any it's fantasy credits. I got. There it is. There's no, you know, yeah, you can have as many vaginas as you like, but it's just one dick in in this whole fantasy situation for for the kid, for the kid. Oh and, gosh. And and uh, Doc Quetta, she put in the comments. She learned about the freak world when she was a divorce lawyer. Oh wow! Uh, adult adult friend finder was a hot spot for you. Yeah, I guess being a divorce lawyer, you would you would hear a whole lot of shit. Oh yeah. You would you would hear a whole lot of shit, man. So woof. That, uh, I, I can tell you during my stint of just talking to people and coaching people, like one, there's a lot of perversions, things that you would never even think of. Um, and two, like there's a lot of people who just don't like sex. Is <laughs> it? It, it, but but see for me that that's the whole thing of of I don't I don't personally get why that a lot of wonder why a lot I, I think it might be a lot of trauma you know you may have had a they may have had a bad experience they may have had a bad experience uh in their youth that kind of turned them off to sex and then I think that's like somebody that's somebody selling you a lemon if you want to compare it to to a car. Because if you go into a relationship and she make you wait, she say, well, I'm going to wait till we get married. And then come to find out you get married and she don't want to ask, oh, man, that that ain't fair. Yeah, yeah. that ain't fair right there. That's that ain't fair. That's an annulment coming. As soon as I, I mean, find out but that, would you buy a Cadillac without driving it? That's how I feel. I, mean, I got to test drive this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. 
I got to test drive it. Make sure. You got to know sure. what you get. So, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, but I don't, I don't know. It, 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 it's a, it's, it's a lot, a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of things that, that I wouldn't, uh, that I wouldn't co-sign. I, I, I don't think I would co-sign. If she, if she pops up, just pops up and says, Hey, I'm asexual. I'm done. I think we would be done. If she pops up and she tells me that, it don't know really. I don't, I think. It ain't no I think. I, I know we would be done. I forgot that that's where this conversation even started. Yeah, that's where, that's where it started. See, we went on a whole tangent. See, we, we have adult ADHD around here, man. We we hop we hop from stuff to stuff, man. Okay, we're back. We're back. We gotta we gotta get it get it grounded and back into reality, man. We gotta we gotta walk in reality Hey, I'm Jay Little, the owner of Ford Counseling and Consulting. We're a consulting and coaching firm who believes in the TLC method. That's truth, love, and community. So whether coaching corporate or individual clients and giving individual and group counseling, we believe that you can be more than what you are today by finding your truth, love, and community. You can reach us at www.4cc.net or give us a call at 803-457-5413. Once again, this is Jay Little, and I'm with Ford Counseling and Consulting. Speaking of walking, it's time for us to take a walk on the 90s block. We're going to take a walk on the 90s block. Coop, holla at us, man. Yeah, we're going to take this walk on this 90s block, but uh, make sure you walk on the right side of the street. Uh, might have some issues. <laughs> but, but anyway, all right, all right, all right. I got two categories today. It's going to be a short, sweet one. All right. Since we got a uh, female guest, I took it to uh, 90s actresses from the 90s. So uh, it's got four options. It's got four options. Got Holly Berry, Regina King, Jada Pickett, and Neil Long. Mm. Now, Who you now, wait a minute. Now, now you got you to break that down. Now, are we talking the finest of or the acting? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm a, I'm, I'm a bust your mouth. I'm a bust your head with this. Can, can I go first on this one? Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Which one is it though? Which, yeah, I'm gonna take. We talking about acting. They acting skills. They acting skills. I'm a bust your head. I'm gonna say Holly Berry, and I'm gonna tell you why. Holly Berry to me has the greatest range of any actress out there. She went from being just plain gorgeous she played a crackhead in jungle fever and you believe she was a crackhead she got a new movie coming out i don't know if you saw the trailers for this but she got something new coming out and she's a ex mma fighter you know she's a washed up mma fighter and she looked like she about to kill that role you know she played she was she was queen in the 90s she did you i don't know if y'all remember that movie queen that was like the second part to Roots. You know, she played a former slave. She played an abused woman. She was Catwoman. She was Storm. Man, hey, Holly Berry got, and low-key Holly Berry a fucking action star, man. You think about it. Bond. She did the Bond movie. Yep, the Bond movies. Right. Yeah. Monster Ball. 
Monster yeah. ball, I want to feel, make me feel good. <laughs> make me feel but, good. You know, <laughs> in, in her, you know, in us talking about, you know, these powerful women, Black women, you know, and the exposure of their bodies, it wasn't until Monster Ball or, mm -hmm. you know, that we actually even saw her reveal anything. Mm -hmm. wow. She only she only got naked in two movies. She got naked in, in Monster Ball and that movie with um with the bank robber. I'm a swordfish. Swordfish, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorites right there. So shout out to Holly Berry. Listen. All right. Who, who y'all jump in, man. I'm sorry. I ran my mouth too much on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I'm going near along, and I think it's just I believe it's just because I think she's the prettiest. So, but anyway, <laughs> I'm going near along. That's my answer. What about you, Ned? Hey, what you, what you saying? All that I, I think you 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 moved me to Halle Berry also, but a close second Regina King because she's just so talented. You know, she I, I think she's producing and doing all that stuff now. You know, so mm -hmm. I, she she's uh she's been a great actress for one. She's played a, a lot of different parts too. Yeah, but, uh, all the way back, all the way back to two two seven. Yeah, two two seven. Yeah. I'm joint <laughs> right there. Well, and then uh, Thin Line Between Love and Hate, that was one of my favorite movies too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, but you know, she 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 changed the game. You know, she she just didn't say I'm I'm just gonna be an actress. She she, she got into the business part of it too. Yep. Yeah. That's a good that's a good yeah. point, uh, Nizzy. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna roll with Holly Berry because she in some of my favorite movies. I'm a I love Batman, the whole series, and then of course um Swordfish is one of my top movies. So yeah, she... She definitely already won me over. She kind of looked like the Joker. Word. Mm -hmm. Bet that up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. The last one going to be short and sweet. Um, we're going to take it back to hip-hop swag back in the night. All right. I'm make sure I'm going to break it down all the way. So I got LL Cool J. I don't know if y'all remember. LL Cool J was the first one to pull the leg up on the sweatpants. Yeah. The left leg up. Representing mm -hmm. Queensbridge. All right. That's one. Number two, I know y'all remember this from Crisscross with the whole outfit backwards. And then yeah. last but not least, which is a ancient classic to this day, Flavor Flay with the, the necklace clock. Once again, Dre. Dre. Oh, Dre. Man, here we go. Here Dre. We go. Here we go. Uh, this is the 90s block, Dre. So they weren't, they weren't rapping in the 90s? Yeah, but Flavor Flay did that uh, okay. clock shit in the 80s. In the late 80s, it went into the 90s. He's still wearing that shit. Listen. Right. Right. Yeah, to this day. <laughs> I, well, I was going to ask, where, are you talking about things that are iconic, or are you talking about fashion trends? Which one was the most iconic, or what What, what you saying? I mean, however you want to tell you. Iconic, trendy, whichever one. Like, just whichever one is your personal favorite. I put it like that. that okay, iconic I got you. Is, it, Iconic is the flavor flavor one easily. Yeah, I mean he's no. I forgot about um, crisscross the backwards clothes. I forgot about LL Cool J with the one leg, but you can't forget about Flavor Flav and uh, with the clock. I mean, yeah. So I'm gonna go Flavor Flav. Well, well I, I I disagree with that because did you ever have a clock? Ah, oh, you got a point. See, see I didn't I, ever I have. Never, I never. I didn't never. I never did. I never did either one of them. So. But I, but I, done, I done did the one leg up, and I done, you know, we done had some days in middle school, I guess, where we did the little crisscross, wet the clothes, back with fat thing. 
that's but that's that don't true. make it iconic because you did it for that period of time. Well, like, I, I like, like DJ Money said, Flavor Flav is still wearing that clock. Nobody well, identifies LL Cool J because he pulled up one pants leg. Well, I think it's influential. I put it like that. What did he influence? Yeah, you talking about LL? Yeah, well, 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 that was a style for a minute. That was a style well, for a minute. Well, well, basically, LL to me. Yeah, I, I mean, y'all probably don't think this, but dude, dude, one of the best rappers ever that there ever was to me. He don't get enough credit, in my opinion. You just got, you just got a crush on LL. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang! It's a, it's a bromance. It's a bromance. It's a bromance. Oh wow! Oh I don't. I just think Flavor Flav because. They did a whole damn show about Flavor Flav and it's time to go centered around this clock. You just like because you look like him. Yeah, that's true. That's my that's my uncle, William Drayton, baby. <laughs> but now on a real note, they did a whole damn reality show about Flavor Flav and a clock. Right. Yeah. They ain't put LL Cool J on there and pulled up one damn leg. I mean, you know, hopefully Flay will be with us for quite some time, but I'm sure in his passing, the clock will still be a part of this man's exactly. legacy. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Hmm. You, when you think of Flavor Flav, you think of three things. The big clock. Yeah, boy. And how ugly he is. That's it. And, and Flavor Flav. <laughs> Uh, that was that was later on, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just think the clock, but you know, I could, you know. Oh well, man. Well, we appreciate that journey down the '90s block, man. We appreciate that journey down the '90s block, man. We are running close to time, man. We're running close to time. We gonna have to end this thing, man. Anything you want to say before you get out of here? Let's let's start off with the president, as always. El Presidente, you got anything to say before we get out of here? Oh DJ, that's my DJ. <laughs> hey, we gonna we gonna check you out and uh, you know support you some more. You know, especially since you went to the high. So we always yeah. support Columbia High representatives. You know, so <laughs> appreciate it's all, it's all good. Much love. What what about you? What about you, Beasy? Only thing God say instead of sitting around complaining, find something to better yourself. If they give if life deals you lemons. Make lemonade and shout out to the Jack boys from Brooklyn Casey High School on another big win. Let's get ready to go play for this region championship. Let's get it. Jack boys, Jack boys. What about you, G5? You got anything to say before we get out of here? Oh, uh, man, I just want to relay a message. You know what I'm saying? DJ Moni. Yo, your cousin Tori? Woo! That is an issue. That thing is an issue, boy. I've been a big fan of her for a minute now. Like, I watched her progress to the old DJ, the old Dizzle. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she got she got fans down in the South. You heard me? <laughs> yeah, she's not going through, right? Wow, wow. Now, DJ Mona, you have anything to say, man? Hey, shout out all your socials and how everybody can get in touch with you and all that stuff. Anything you want to say before you get out of here? Yeah, well, first, I want to say thank you guys for having me as a part of the show. I have had a freaking blast. It's your girl, DJ Moni, the Risque DJ. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram 
the DJ Moni on all platforms. Go to djmoni.com for booking. Um, if you are a melanated female DJ or you know one, please go ahead and share our melanated DJs um, links, melanated DJs on Instagram, melanateddjs.com. And also, if you need any type of branding, any type of consulting in regards to business and getting your brand together, check out simonehughes.com. Um, slide in those DMs, do what you gotta do. Shout out to all my peeps. Thank you guys for watching. Again, thank you guys for having me. I had a great time. Oh, another uh, thing, before we forget, we want to shout out uh Keys and Kale. That's her husband. I said that right. Yeah, Keith, Keith and Kale is K-I-E-F underscore and underscore K. A L E. That is my husband. That is my partner. That is my business manager. Um, he is a cannabis influencer, so he pretty much smokes weed and eats vegetables and get reviews. So, <laughs> if you're ever in Vegas, check us out. Um, I'm sure I'll be everywhere. So, book me. I'm available for holiday season still. So, let's see what we can make happen. We're going to need him to show us around. We're coming to Vegas on December 5th. The Redskins, well, I'm sorry, the football team is playing the uh, Raiders. So we're going to be in Vegas uh, that weekend of December the 5th. We're going to need him to show us around to the the spots. All right. All right. Well, this has been another great episode of the RIP28 podcast, man. This is a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Some of those things you might like. Some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking. And before we get out of here, man, I got to tell you like this. Abstinence is 100%, but pulling out is a whole lot more fun. We'll see you later on the RIP 28 podcast. We'll holler. Better get them skills up if you pull it up. <laughs> Freedom. We see you in the comments down there, Mike Salters, man. You watch him out. Watch him out, Mike.